Hey, Beautifully Built, welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Melissa Impet. Today I have on Miss Janelle. She is our guest today. And Janelle and I met on Instagram. What else is new? Always meeting beautiful souls on Instagram. Janelle and I chat today all about intuitive eating. This is the perfect episode for you to tune into if you're curious about what intuitive eating actually means. Janelle was so open and transparent with us about her journey, the ups and the downs with different eating disorders and struggles, trying to figure out the best way for her to eat for her goals. So I'm really appreciative of her for being so open and transparent because it's not easy to be vulnerable and talking all about your struggles. So thank you so much for coming on the show, Janelle. You're so welcome. I'm so excited to do this. This is actually my first podcast interview. Woohoo! So very welcome. <laughs> yeah, very excited. But tell us a little bit about yourself. I work full time right now in finance, but um, fitness and health and all that stuff is my absolute passion. So I am, you know, doing online coaching and getting into all of that right now. So. That's super exciting. I love seeing people who are, you know, going to work, but also just building their dreams on the side. That's awesome. Yeah, it's it's basically whenever I have a free second, it's towards that or the gym. <laughs> Good for you. That's awesome. So tell Thank us a little you. bit about how fitness even became a big part of your life. Yeah, so um, I would say like growing up, like in high school and stuff like that, um, I did like cheerleading and dance and lacrosse and things like that and yeah I was active but like I knew nothing about like nutrition or fitness like I went to the gym with my friends and we would just run on the treadmill for a half hour do a few ab exercises and be out of there like that was it isn't um, it so crazy how in high school like it's just it, it's not taught which no. is so crazy we all need to eat to fuel our bodies and it's just it's not taught it doesn't make any sense to me you'd think in organized sports like maybe you would have like a talk about nutrition but I feel like that's just not even common no it's not at all and it's crazy because that's like a huge aspect of everything especially if you're involved in sports yeah but just was never talked about yeah but um yeah so I did all that and I was just like you know, I never had any weight problems growing up, nothing like that. I was fairly tiny, skinny, you know, whatever. Um, and I ate like complete garbage, like all Oh, the time. so you were that girl that I hated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, but it didn't last long, trust me. It catches <laughs> but, up to you. That's what I always tell people. It catches up to you. It really does. Yeah. My parents always told me that too. They're like, you keep, you know, you just, I would just eat candy and ice cream like every night and like mm. chicken fingers. And they're like, one day it's going to hit you. And it did. <laughs> but um, yeah, so that was me kind of growing up. But it wasn't until I would say freshman year of college gain that freshman 15 and I didn't know what to do. I was like, I don't know anything about losing weight. I have no idea how to do any of this. So, um, at the time I was, I found this program to kind of go off of that. It was essentially like a carb cycling type of program. Um, and I followed that like Instagram or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I followed that and it basically included different shakes and like things like that to take. And it was really, really awesome. Like I got amazing results from it, Mm -hmm. but the issue was, um, I was never taught 
anything about how many calories you should be having. Yeah. Proper nutrition. Mm. Yeah. Basic proper nutrition, how many calories I should be eating, how much protein I should be having, carbs, anything like that. All of that was like foreign to me. Um, so even though it worked really, really well and I lost a lot of weight, I was doing this on a cycle of anywhere from 800 to a thousand calories a day. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's like definitely one of the downfalls when it comes to like, almost like those cookie cutter meal plans that you find on like Pinterest or like a website or Instagram. That is the thing is it's not really catering to your specific body, your height, your weight, your BMI, all those types of things. So, wow, you are, you are eating such low calories. Yeah, I was eating very, very low calories. And I mean, I'm a small person, like I'm 5'3", you know, I'm, I'm like 120 Me too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's funny. But um, yeah, like, e- but even that little calories. Like, yeah, no wow. Anything that. under no. 1,200 for a woman is like danger. <laughs> yeah, very. And not only that, but um, I was going to the gym every single day. Like oh, not, wow. yeah, not like four or five days a week like I do now, like seven days a week, no matter what. I would always start with a half hour running and then I would attempt to do some type of lifting, but I didn't really know what I was doing. I would hop mm. on the machines and that was it. Um, and like, I, I destroyed my knees doing that too. Oh like, boy. yeah, just horrible. So I thought I was doing everything right because I like shrunk down to the size of my pinky. Mm. Um, but in reality it created, that was the start of the downfall for me basically. Mm. Um, after that I started like kind of diving into like really heavy like cheat days and it started out just like that like I would have one cheat day and it would just I would just eat whatever I wanted type of thing and then I would just go back onto my really low cal cycle but then it got really really bad and I fell really hard into the binging and restricting cycle yeah um like my binges sometimes like during the week I would eat again like that same amount of calories super super low but at this point I wasn't following that like carb cycling or anything. I was just afraid of carbs, cut them out completely. I was just eating like protein, healthy fats and by healthy fats, I mean like a small bag of almonds. Like I wouldn't go any more than that and just like veggies and I would be afraid of anything else. Um, and then the weekends would hit and it was just, I could house a solid three, 4,000 calories. Like I was wow. Your body was like craving almost. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was horrible. Um, and again, on top of that, I was working my body into the ground at the gym. Um, and just wondering why I wasn't getting results. Why I was, I actually gained a lot of weight doing that. Yeah, like I was like clinging on to whatever it could. Exactly. Yeah. And that's one thing that people never realize is that by, you know, doing that, your body is literally trying to just survive. So it's holding on to whatever it can. So every time I would fall into that massive binge, my body would completely freak out, rebound, and I would gain like a lot of weight from it. Gosh, Um, what a relatable story you have though, because you know, my story wasn't exactly like yours, but definitely similar with the restricting and then feeling like that binge feeling. And I feel like there's so many people listening right now who have probably been there. So what did you do? How did you get like this wake up call that you needed to change? Well, um, I finally kind of got the wake up call. I think it was maybe I would say 2016, I think. Um, it was around that time that I hired my very first coach. I Ooh. worked I had different coaches. Yeah. <laughs> so what did you just get super frustrated that you were like, you know what, I'm going to work with a coach. Yeah, I was getting super frustrated. And, um, and around that time, 
everyone on Instagram was talking about reverse dieting. Yeah. That's what everyone was talking about. So I was like, what the hell is this? Like, I don't understand. And I was seeing things with people that were like, I used to eat 1200 calories. Now I eat 2000 and I lost weight. And I'm like, there's no way <laughs> Like that doesn't work. Like, you know, just thinking that that's like complete, like, you know, can I curse on here? Or no? Yeah, of course. Okay. I was going to say complete bullshit, but I was like, I don't know if I could say that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I ended up finding this one girl and, um, I was like, you know what? Her story is relatable to me. Um, it seemed like she was in the same boat as me. So I was like, I want to work with her. Um, it was a basic, just kind of like macros structure. She yeah. gave me um, specific macros. And Could you use like my fitness pal? Yeah. My <laughs> fitness pal, all yeah. that fun stuff. Um, I have, I guess, good and bad experiences with it. Yeah. Um, the good was it definitely taught me that I can eat a lot more <laughs> than yeah. what I was eating. Um, yeah. I was able to get up to around 1600 calories, which yeah, for my perfect. size is really good. That's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, I lost a crap ton of weight. I just felt good, looked good, all of that. Um, I learned portion sizes, everything. Um, but I actually ended up falling back into the binge cycle even after that mm. because I guess I have this obsessive tendency to me. And mm. if I would stray away from my numbers in any type of way, I would freak out. But, oh yeah. Yeah. I would yeah. That's yeah. like, that's my issue with my fitness pal too, is it's like, it almost becomes an obsession, right? Like you're like so obsessed with entering every single thing you eat. And ah, yeah, that's definitely yeah. a downfall to my fitness pal. Yeah. And like, it was good during the week because I was at the time I was still um, in college and it just worked good. I had a very basic schedule during the week. I was like, okay, I'm eating fine, hitting my numbers. We're good. Yeah. Weekends would come around and um, my, I would go out to eat with my past boyfriend and I'd be like, oh my God, I don't know how to track this food. I don't understand. Like, I don't know yeah. what to do. And yeah. then it would be like, well, why don't I just have dessert? And it's like, oh, why don't I just stuff mm -hmm. my face, you know? And I fell back hard into that again. Um, and it wasn't until I think actually around this time last year, maybe a little bit earlier, last August, I would say I hired my second coach. Um, and she taught me more of an intuitive approach to nice. eating. That's yeah. my style. I love intuitive eating. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm definitely a big, uh, I don't even know the word I'm trying to say. I like believer. it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, believer, believer. Yeah. Um, yeah. So tell us about that experience and explain to the listeners what you actually mean by intuitive eating. Well, what I mean personally by intuitive eating, I feel like everyone has their different definitions of it. And that's one thing that um, I think more people need to talk about is that it's not the same for everyone, even though it has the same term. For real. Um, that's so but, true. Yeah, yeah. Um, but for me, intuitive eating is, I kind of like to say that it's more, more like just being mindful. Like mm. I'm intuitive with what I'm craving and what I really want to eat, but I'm mindful with how much of it that I'm having and my portion sizes. Like I'm aware of those things. So it's not like, oh, I'm craving an entire pizza right now. I'm going to eat the entire thing. It's mm -hmm. no I'm craving pizza. Maybe I'll make a healthier version or maybe I'll just have one slice. Like, you know, yeah. little things like that. It doesn't, you know, I think sometimes people take it too far with the word intuitive also. So, yeah. but you don't have to be like a crazy hippie to intuitive eat. That's for sure. Yeah. It's yeah. really, yeah. Like I agree with you. It's really just slowing down and actually listening to your body. 
which yeah. can be really hard in this fast paced life that we live, you know, but really slowing down and paying attention to like, what is it? What is it that A, my body's craving and B, what works best for my body? So like, exactly. for example, like when I'm feeling low energy and I need energy or I want to go do a really good workout, I've taken the time to realize that I get awesome energy from oatmeal. Like that's okay. a carbohydrate that works well for my body. But I took the time to like investigate and realize that. And I yeah. think that's a huge part of intuitive eating. It really is. And like, it's so funny because I'm a little bit the opposite with, in regards to what my body like needs for energy. My body loves fats. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like when I'm low energy, I'll need like avocado or like I, my favorite thing that I'm absolutely obsessed with is sweet potatoes with cashew butter on top of it. Yum. I've done peanut butter, but I've never tried cashew butter. Cashew butter is so good. I actually love cashew butter better than almond butter. And some Ooh. people are going to be like, what? Like I love almond butter, but no, cashew butter is where it's at. Okay. I'm going to have to try that. Cause I used to do sweet potato with a little bit of peanut butter and some cinnamon. And it was like, yeah, oh, <gasps> so good. That's definitely part of my dinner tonight for sure. <laughs> but um, yeah, so like things like that, like a higher fat, my body reacts well too. But um, like you were saying, really understanding what your body needs and if it needs more food or maybe you're not doing a lot during the day and you're really not all that hungry. You don't need to, you know, eat as much as you think you do sometimes. Mm. And like an example is um, yesterday I was completely thrown off schedule with work. We did like a volunteer thing. Um, and I, li- I literally was out in the woods um, painting Girl Scout cabins oh my <laughs> all day. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I checked like my Fitbit and I had walked like over 10,000 steps by like three o'clock. Wow. And I was, yeah. And I was like, oh my God, I'm starving. And I definitely ate like a lot more yesterday than I normally would during the week. But I, I did a lot more activity. So I was aware of listening to my body that it was telling me I need more food today, you know? Mm -hmm. And some people, I think when you get so caught up on numbers, you lose your hunger cues kind of. And I just, that's not sustainable to me. I mean, there are times when I still will maybe once a month or twice a month, plug everything into my fitness pal just to see, and just take a day or two and just be like, all right, you know, you're still on the right track. You're still kind of in that range, but it's very stressful to me and it makes me a little crazy. So (laughs) it's like, it's this hard place too, because I do always like recommend to, you know, clients, because I work with a lot of clients on nutrition too. And I do recommend that a lot of them do get into a system of eating more frequently to bring back their metabolism, but also paying attention to when your body is actually hungry. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, and I feel like, um, what was I going to say? Oh no, losing train of thought. Yeah. I feel like, um, everyone needs to have some type of system in the beginning to understand calories and like little things like that. But, um, it doesn't need to be crazy strict. I mean, what I worked with my second coach, um, she's actually become one of my really close friends now, but, um, she was able to teach me how to listen to my body and lose weight and do all of those things. And there were no numbers involved at all. And it was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, That's really nice. I'm like much bigger on like knowing my portions versus like calories. I can't do calories. I get way too overwhelmed. It's just stressful. And And nothing about, nothing about eating should be stressful. You're not going to get results if you're in a stressed state. Like I remember when I first started working with her, I even (laughs) said, I was like, please, 
don't give me any calories. Don't give me any numbers. I don't want anything like that. Like I genuinely want to learn how to be in tune with my body. Um, and I think that's something that everyone needs at some point, you know, like there's a time and place for macros and stuff, but, um, really being in tune with your body is so important. Yeah, really important. And it's just like, it's, it's the type of thing where you just got to figure out a schedule for yourself, right? Because it's not, it's a lot of people don't eat all day. And then of course you're going to binge at night, right? And that's why they do really recommend the smaller portions more frequently because you're actually giving your body fuel so it can be burning it throughout the day so that you don't have that binge feeling at night. Yeah, exactly. And that's a huge other thing that um, I see is a lot of people are like, I'll have a super small breakfast, super small lunch. And they're like, oh, well, I'm trying to be good today. Or, you know, I'm trying mm. to eat, you know, I'm trying not to eat too many calories. Then you're starving by dinner time, And it's just, that's not sustainable. Um, and your, your metabolism and your body is definitely not happy with that either. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So it was really the second coach that kind of helped you become more in tune with your body. Yeah, she definitely helped me become more in tune with my body. But also, um, recognizing she helped me with the binging a lot too because by being more in tune with my body and also by eating more during the week oh my god like definitely eating more during the week I kind of came to this like epiphany like wow I'm happy with what I'm eating I'm happy with how much I'm eating and I don't feel restricted why am I binging and it was literally that it just clicked and mm. and it went away and I just yeah. stopped like it was crazy that's so powerful. What an amazing point to get to. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I mean, of course, I'm human. I've still had little slip ups here and there. But because I've learned the skills to get past it, I can bring myself right back. And I don't need to, you know, think about it anymore. So that kind of brings me into the perfect question. How has this really impacted your life since then? Oh, my goodness. Um, it's impacted my life in, honestly, probably every every way. I was very, very self-conscious. I was, you know, never wanted to be in a bathing suit, never wanted to even really go out with friends because I didn't want to wear something tight, like a tight shirt, anything like that. Um, and I just felt like I couldn't accomplish anything because I was just so fixated on what I was struggling with. Um, and now I'm honestly like the complete opposite. It's given me so much confidence. Fitness has fitness and learning all of this with eating and nutrition, proper nutrition, um, has really just shown me what I'm capable of and that I am capable of a lot more than I thought I was. Mm. Um, yeah. And it's been just really, really powerful. I mean, I went from, like I said, being super self-conscious to now being a coach for other people. So <laughs> that's like huge. Um. <laughs> So amazing. And the fact that, you know, the fact that you're now inspiring other people that it's possible and that you can make this change, you're not stuck forever. And the fact that you can make this change pretty quickly. Yeah, no, you definitely can. You just, you know, you just have to be all in to do it. If you're determined to do it and you're at that point when you're like, I can't take this anymore. I need the help and all that. Like you can do it 110%. Mm -hmm. And if there was anyone that thought they couldn't do it and never would be able to, it was me and mm. I'm on the other side. I'm like, just, holy shit. Like, I can't believe it. Yeah. Well, good for you for really recognizing that a coach could help get you there faster. Because for me and my story, I was so stubborn. I wouldn't work with a coach. So I kept failing and failing and failing and crashing and crashing and crashing. Yeah. And it took so many years, right? I wish that I was just 
willing to actually see that a coach could really make such a big impact in my life sooner. But hey, whatever. Some sometimes <laughs> you gotta learn the hard way, right? <laughs> yeah, it all it all brings you somewhere. But yeah, hiring a coach is um, like ten out of ten necessary. <laughs> yeah, sure. So now tell us a little bit about fitness. What type of fitness do you enjoy? Um. I'm like a crazy person that totally loves HIIT workouts. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> like biometrics and stuff like that. Yeah, I love that. But I also love strength training. So yeah. um, the way I kind of like split up my week right now, which works best for my schedule, um, is I kind of have a non-negotiable two days that are dedicated to HIIT. Like I'll do one upper body focus, one lower body focus. And then the two other days, again, upper and lower body focus, but strict heavy lifting. Cool. Yeah. And then one free day to do whatever my body's feeling, whether it's that's cardio. That's awesome. That's a, I like that split. That's really great. Thank you. Yeah. But that's yeah, a nice that's my, it's a nice way to get your, the, the high intensity stuff's an awesome way to get your cardio in where you're not stuck on a machine. <laughs> Oh my God. Yeah. And my body just can't take the treadmill anymore. So I avoid that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's awesome that you listen to your body and you figure out what works best for you. So what yeah. lessons do you think that you've learned through, you know, your nutrition journey and through fitness? Um, I would say one of the biggest things that I've learned is kind of how strong our minds really are. Mm. Yeah. Um, all of it comes down to the mental work really. And if your mental isn't as like, I think of my mind and my brain and everything as a muscle too. And if you're not working on that, just as hard as you are as your physical (laughs) muscles, then (laughs) things aren't going to mesh. So yeah, I think just the whole mental part of it, but also that discipline is like everything. You have to learn how to discipline yourself get to the gym sometimes when you really don't want to little things like that. Um, it's huge. It's so, so, so important. Yeah. Really key. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy because it shows up a lot in fitness and nutrition, but it's really going to show up everywhere in your life. Once you get into the routines that fitness and nutrition will help get you into. Oh yeah, definitely. Like once you can apply yourself and like, normally whenever you want to do something that you don't really want to do, sometimes you just have to force yourself to do it. And that goes for everything, not just fitness related. So yeah, it's a huge learning lesson. So what are some things that you do to keep yourself motivated, to keep your motivation up? Uh, okay. Well, actually motivation is something I have to work on so hard because with my schedule, I work out like 5 a.m. So Ooh, I'm early bird. Yeah, very early bird. My alarm goes off at 4 30. Um yeah. So motivation is huge for me and of course discipline. But the one thing that I love doing that really gets me going is before I go to bed, I already plan out my workout and exactly what I'm gonna be focusing on and I visualize myself physically doing the workout. Cool. And that kind of, it just kind of gets me amped up. Like, I don't know if you think of your favorite thing, like I love, um, like the leg press machine. I can just picture myself doing that. And I'm like, Oh wow, I really can't wait to do that tomorrow morning. (laughs) And I'll just wake up and that's my first thought. And I just get up and go. That's really cool that you do it right before bed too, because I was actually just reading today a book about our subconscious mind and about the thing that we think about right before we're going to bed is really what our subconscious is kind of seeping in overnight. So that's really cool. 
Yeah. Yeah, no, it's so true. That's why one, I do that with workouts, but I do that. Um, I've been implementing a nightly gratitude list. Yes. That's my favorite. Yes. Yeah. So I started doing that and you just, I feel like I sleep better. <laughs> like, yeah. Sounds crazy, so true. but it's true. It's so true. When you focus on gratitude and then you're almost dreaming in a state of gratitude the entire yeah. night. Yeah. Instead yeah, of, like, you know, watching, falling asleep with the TV on, right? Your subconscious is going to be seeping in trash TV versus, versus something like a state of gratitude. Yeah. Or like <clears throat> falling asleep to like scrolling on Instagram or something yeah. like that, you know? <laughs> which yeah. I'm sure everyone can relate to. Yeah. And that's, and that's an interesting thing too, because a lot of the times it's habit and it takes, it takes breaking a bad habit and starting a new habit. And that was something really powerful to me when I started like the gratitude journal before bed. Yeah. And I mean, I only kind of recently started it like maybe a week and a half ago and I wanted to like stick with it. So what I've done is I posted on my Insta story. Yeah. Accountability. Yeah. And I'm just like, okay, this is the only way I'm going to make myself do it is because I want other people to do it too. So (laughs) I love using Instagram story for accountability. It's so funny. It's I think it's awesome because a lot of people might think that we're posting for them, but in reality, a lot of the times I'm posting for myself. Yeah. Oh yeah. I do that all the time with like workouts, especially on the weekend. If I really don't feel like going, I'm like, okay, I'm going to go to the gym. I promise I'll post when I'm there. And then I'm like, okay, shit, I really have to go to the gym. (laughs) That's awesome. So here's a random question. Where do you get your gym clothes? Ooh, um, honestly, TJ Maxx. Yes, we're so <laughs> TJ Maxx has everything. All Nike, Adidas, you can get it for like $15. It's amazing. That's a new question that I want to start asking people because a lot of the listeners love their gym gear, so. <laughs> yeah, I freaking love it, but I'm like, I'm not going to spend... $70 for a pair of pants ever. Yeah, it's a dangerous addiction. I started wearing a lot of athletic clothing. Oh, yeah. Amazing, but wow. I could be buying four outfits at TJ Maxx for the price. Yeah, I know. And the stuff's so nice. And whenever there's a sale, I'm like, oh, yeah, really, like I'm going to buy it. I'm going to do it. I really want it. And I'm like, oh, but TJ Maxx, they definitely have something that I want. And I'm sure I could find something similar. So I just yeah. don't. <laughs> So funny. Oh my gosh, Janelle, this has been so awesome chatting with you. Where can the listeners connect with you? Where can they find you hanging out? Yes. Well, they can mainly find me on Instagram. Um, my handle is at intuitively me. Um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and yeah, on there, I also have a blog. So there's a WordPress blog attached to that. Um, but yeah, Instagram right now is my main place. I love it. I'm on there every day, posting every day, Insta storying every day. It's my favorite thing. So yeah. (laughs) Cool. So I'll take that link and I'll put it in the show notes too. So everyone can find it and follow you. So before we wrap things up, what is one last piece of advice that you'd leave everybody with? Hmm. One last piece of advice. Oh my God. There's so many things that I go through my head. Probably, um, whatever you tell yourself, becomes your reality. This is like my favorite thing. And I use it all the time because it's so true, whether it's in life or in fitness, if you tell yourself, whether you tell yourself you can do something or you can't do something, you're right regardless. And I just think that's huge. So, um, yeah, I guess just to amp yourself up, tell yourself that you're the best and that you can accomplish something and 
just really believe it. And um, your actions will start to show that also. Yeah. Pay attention to all those thoughts coming in your mind. You're the one in control of the thoughts that you actually believe. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's the most powerful thing to like learn and really wrap your mind around because you'll see, you'll see the really mean things that you're actually saying to yourself and you got to learn how to flip those. Yeah. Oh my God. I used to tell myself I was a fat potato every day. Yeah. Yeah. And then no wonder you have low energy and you're waking up not feeling your best. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing your heart with us. It was so great hearing your story. And I just feel like you have such a relatable story. It was really powerful. And I'm so excited to share this with the listeners. Thank you. And thank you so much for having me. This was awesome. And I had so much fun. Of course. And happy birthday. Thank you. (laughs) And I'll catch you on Instagram. I wanted to close out this episode and remind you that if you feel like you're suffering with the cycles of eating disorders and just not really knowing how to properly fuel your body, know that there is so much guidance out there. If you feel like you're struggling and you're not living your best life because you're not focusing enough on loving your body, know that there's so many people that want to help you and want to see you succeed. So you're not alone. Don't be scared to reach out for help. Let your ego go because life is too short to not be loving the body you are blessed with. So please know that there's so many people out there that can help you. You just got to be brave enough to ask for help.